Hey, everybody, I'm Hannah. And I'm Eileen, and together we are the Professional Amateurs. On this show, we'll be trying out new hobbies and documenting our experiences to share with you. Our mission is to inspire you to try new things, no matter your age or experience level, because it's never too late to start. Every two weeks, we'll choose a hobby to start as beginners. In week one, the Ready, Set week, we'll introduce the hobby, why we chose it, and our plans for the following week. In week two, the Go week, we'll talk about how it went, our experiences trying out our new hobby, what we liked or disliked about it, and how our plan worked or didn't for us. The best part is for each hobby, we'll have a tour guide, if you will, a lovely person who does this hobby who will outline some basic tips for starting. Using their advice, we'll try shit and take risks. For legal reasons, nothing too risky. So buckle up, Jax fam. It's time to ready, set, go. The professional amateur style. Hi, welcome back to Professional Amateurs. This is Eileen. This is Hannah, and this is Go Go Bread Week. Woo! Yes, as a little reminder, we, this week, were tasked with baking bread. So Hannah and I each made a very basic loaf under Maddie's directions, following her recipe, and then we each tried our own very special loaf from our own internet desires. (laughs) Yes, our Pinterest loaf, the loaf of our dreams, the bread that we would bring to parties type of bread, if you will. So before we get too into it, Hannah, what did you think of baking? I loved it. I really was unsure about how it was going to go. And I think I'm hooked. I think I'm a bread person now. (laughs) I kind of agree. I did not expect to like it as much as I liked it. I have in the past had not the best relationship with baking because it's very measurement specific. And I kind of just like to wing things in the kitchen. I was very surprised with how magical I felt. I couldn't believe that I made something that I could eat out of basic flour and other super basic ingredients. So I felt very magical. Magical. And it was also for me very like a primal, like I am a provider type, you know, like very instinctual, like I can do this (laughs) type of type of feeling that came with baking my breads. Um, And I'll, I'll go into a little bit more detail on this later, but the first loaf gave me some trouble, I think because it was so basic and because you and I are so non-chemistry or oriented like we, we like to wing it um I, I had more fun with loaf number two or our um the loaf of our dreams I had a similar experience so I'm excited to hear your takeaways because I also struggled a bit on the first one and then enjoyed the second one much more um so it's funny that you say that but we both had the same kind of takeaways uh, but yes. this did reaffirm my strong desire to homestead in the future i felt like my little animal crossing harvest moon dreams were being realized <laughs> yes i i agree this was a really fun hobby to to do i get it i get the bread craze get the bread craze i'm sad i missed it during lockdown, but at the same time, I, know, I feel like we're I, late to the party. Late to the party, but uh, I don't think I would have been able to get the same satisfaction if everybody else was doing it at the same time. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, and if I was like trapped in my home with nothing to do but bake, I think I would not enjoy it as much. Grow a little resentment of it, yeah. a little resentful of the bread making if that's all that you could do. This was fun. I I will continue doing this for sure. But um, before we kind of get into our individual experiences with loaves one and two, uh, do we want to go over these steps one more time? Yes, let's recap the very simple recipe that Maddie gave us for those who didn't hear the last episode or 
perhaps need a refresher. We were tasked with baking a simple loaf of bread with the very basic ingredients of flour, sugar, dry activated yeast, water. Am I forgetting one? Or was that it? And salt. And salt. So that was it. I was like, and, and a little bit of olive oil as well. And a tiny um, bit of olive oil. In any type of cookware that you had, whether that be a baking sheet or a bread tin, anything. Mm-hmm. And an oven and a tea towel to let it proof. And that was basically it. And um, surprise, surprise, measuring cups, which, spoiler, <laughs> did have for my first love. <laughs> Same. So, so why don't I start us off and we can talk about how my experience with our nice, wonderful, basic loaf went. Yes. Um, I foolishly thought, I know how much a cup is. <laughs> And, and full disclosure, we've had the same one measuring cup for a long time, so much so that the measurements have kind of eroded away. <laughs> so it's a new measuring cup. <laughs> Apparently, I need to buy two sets. <laughs> one for you and one for Mauricio? One for you and one for Mauricio. Oh, three sets then. <laughs> uh, I have them. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're more prepared than I. So anyway, I was winging it without realizing how much I was winging it. And I don't think I put in enough water and or I put in too much flour because I also was mm. not precise with my flour pouring and I didn't like pat it down and I didn't get any of the clumps out. I was kind of being a bit lazy with it. And I think it showed because once I started kneading it, it like was not congealing in a normal bread loaf dough. It was just falling apart. It was crumbling. And I was like, I don't mm. know what to do. So I panicked and I put more water in it. Did I measure that water? No. more <laughs> <laughs> water in. And then I, until it started to actually form like an actual dough ball. And when I baked it, it was it was the whitest piece of bread I've ever seen. <laughs> so I, it tasted okay, but I really did not do well with it. For my first loaf, um, I was over at Mauricio's, my boyfriend's house, when I decided to start baking. And I learned that he does not have measuring utensils at all. Um, he has one like of those like liquid pouring cups that you do uh, liquids in, but not like yeah. dry ingredient measuring cups. No teaspoons, no tablespoons. So I used, I was able to get the cup of flour somewhat right. I mean, I couldn't pat it down or like level it off like you would do with a dry ingredient spoon, uh, cup. And then I had to just kind of wing it for all the teaspoon measurements. I was, t- I took it like a regular old spoon and just kind of filled it up till what I thought was a teaspoon. Like big spoon, small spoon. Type yeah. Of t- yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's about a teaspoon. <laughs> I was like, I know how much a teaspoon it like poured it into the palm of my hand. I was like, that looks about right. So it wasn't super precise. My dough was much more wet than I think your dough was. It was very goopy and sticky, and I was making a mess trying to knead it. Um, but it did start to come together all right. Um, once I got it all in a ball, it was... And after the first proof, it had this wonderful silken, like, angelic texture. And I got so excited. I was like, this is magic. This bread's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I shaped it into a little heart, and I put it in the oven. And Well, after the second proof, I put it in the oven. And... Then it came out and it was kind of hard on the outside and kind of stodgy on the inside. (laughs) It tasted okay. The texture was just not great bread texture. I think maybe it had been a little too wet. So I think my my dry measurements probably weren't 
correctly measured. I feel like we had opposite problems because mine did. also like it tasted good. That wasn't like a problem, but it just kind of like once it had baked, it was just flake apart and it was just like the flaky bread. Oh, mine was, yeah, mine was the exact opposite. It was bread. super thick pudding-like bread. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, Maddie, we did not do your recipe justice. We really didn't. No, zero for two right now. So question for you, when you put the yeast into the water, did you stir it or did you just let it sit on the water? I let it sit. I didn't touch it. I also let it sit until the end and I was like, this doesn't look right. And I start sort of swirled a little but then for my second bread recipe it told me to like put the sugar in the water and then mix the yeast in and like blend it and it turned into this like frothy mixture that seemed much more bread like (laughs) than my original yeast concoction um so i was curious how how you did that yeah i just let mine sit in the warm water which to to maddie's credit that did smell really good it did i was like that's nice that's that smells like bread (laughs) bread smell bread smell such a good smell even though it my loaf looked a little odd and it tasted good it smelled good too and so just the how my house smelled while I was baking it was pretty nice. And I ended up making like a spaghetti and meatballs type dish mm. to go with it. Cause I was like, I can't just make bread. I need to make a meal out of it, especially if I want Michael to eat a lot of it too. <laughs> so, make it worth his while. So it was, it was good. It was more like a, a vehicle for pasta sauce than anything else. <laughs> That's probably better. I just, we just ate bread for lunch that day. <laughs> had bread, butter and bread. <laughs> a little salt. Breakfast of champions. Yes. Breakfast of champions. I was very full. It was very filling bread. Mm-hmm. Good filling <laughs> but... bread. Yeah. So maybe maybe Party. I'll try this recipe soon. See if I can actually do it justice because it has so much potential to be such a good standard staple in a household. Yeah. Instead of having to like go to the store and buy loaves of bread, this was mm-hmm. very easy to make and very doable on like a repeatable, consistent basis. Bread one, not so bad. Uh, do you want to do you want to go into detail about your second loaf or the loaf of your dreams? Yes, the loaf of my dreams. Uh, so I decided to make a garlic and rosemary focaccia bread. I had a focaccia bread at a fancy Italian restaurant when I went with my mom to Sonoma recently. So focaccia has been on the mind. I decided I think I can make that, and I looked up easy focaccia bread recipes and I gave it a shot. I think it went pretty well. There are a few things I would do a little differently next time. The first being I kind of decided at the last minute that I wanted to infuse my olive oil with the garlic and rosemary. Fancy. But it only sat for like 15 minutes. So I think it probably didn't get very infused. So I'd probably like roast the garlic and like give it more time, like sit it overnight so that it actually mm-hmm tasted infused and then I ran out of the flaky salt so I switched to garlic salt which still tasted good but I think the flaky salt would have been better garlic is always a good choice yes can't go wrong with garlic but overall I thought the dough came together with a better consistency it was a drier dough overall than the first one that I did that was really goopy so I started to like be a little concerned because it was doing some of that flaking action but the more I needed it it started to actually come together and then I did the proof and it doubled in size I was really amazed that it actually doubled in size <laughs> and then I flattened it out and poked a bunch of holes in it um, to fill with my my olive oil and my my rosemary mixture so and it was really delicious I had it with some balsamic glaze 
and made myself some chicken and veggies with it. And it was really tasty. That sounds really fancy and really satisfying. I'm glad that came together so well for you. Tell me about your second bread. So my second bread, the loaf of my dreams, I wanted something savory. So I did a uh, jalapeno cheddar loaf, which is pretty fun. And I have um, a really small Dutch oven that my mom got me for Christmas last year that I'm obsessed with. And so I found this recipe where you can make your loaf and then have it bake in your Dutch oven. And that creates like a really like hard crust on the top, just really beautiful. I found a recipe on YouTube that walked me through exactly how to do it. And I, I like to say I'm a visual person. So it kind of helped me make sure I was doing everything exactly correctly. <laughs> and I measured everything exactly this time. And it was, it was a no need bread too, which was helpful. So Ooh. I just ended up like folding in the cheese. I don't know if you've seen Schitt's Creek, but they're like, <laughs> fold it in. <laughs> so it's just like folding. It's just like moving the bread half and then like just moving it on top of each other, adding in all this mm. chopped jalapenos and uh, covering it in some olive oil, putting it into the Dutch oven. It, it wanted parchment paper. I did not have any, so I just oiled up some tin foil where I put it in there and that worked just fine. Um, the recipe did not actually ask me to add any garlic powder, but I did because obviously that's going to taste better. So, and I'm glad I did that because I think it's, it, it, it turned out really well. And then I got to like garnish the top a little bit, like adding more cheese and more jalapenos to make it decorative. And I did it during my work day when I was working from home, I would just check on it. And then mm. all in all, it took about two hours and it was so good. <laughs> I would cut it up and put it in the, our broiler in the oven mm. and like make it nice and toasty for like breakfast. And I put yep. the eggs on it too. So it was more like a more breakfast bread for us. Even though it's spicy, we like spicy foods. So I don't know. I'm definitely going to make that again. Well, that's perfect. That's like hot sauce on your eggs. But yes. Jalapenos yes. on your toast. <laughs> jalapenos on my toast. <laughs> and cheese too. It was just, oh, it was mm. so good. And I felt so proud of myself. I also had that immense feeling of pride. Yes, I was so happy. And I have photos of it. And it's just, oh my gosh, like, look, I made this bread. It's gorgeous. And I feel so accomplished. I do wish that my focaccia had held up better like overnight because I I made it and then like the next day it was already starting to get kind of hardened oh no uh, still good heat up in the microwave and it's fine but I really wanted to bring it into the office to brag and show off my baking abilities but as you then should I, <laughs> then I felt how tough it was and I was like oh maybe I don't want to share this with my coworkers. how did you store it I put it in like old Chinese takeout containers. So maybe I need to get like a tight seal kind of container. Yeah, I ended up like, because the Dutch oven that I had, it was like, it's like it creates a pretty good seal. Mm. And I wrapped my bread in separate tin foil and then I put it back into the Dutch oven so it wasn't cold. Because mm. I think sometimes if you put bread in the fridge, it does not do good things to your bread. I agree. I left it on the counter overnight, but bread's finicky. Bread is finicky. And I don't know how to how to keep it happy mm. for longer yet. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. If anyone listening has any tips for happy bread? Ed, please let us know. Someone somewhere is screaming at us. <laughs> yes, somebody knows. May, probably Maddie. <laughs> probably Maddie. Sorry, Maddie. <laughs> Questions we should have asked you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't thinking about the after process. Of course not. No. Food for thought, I guess. Food for thought. Food for thought. So Hannah, you kind of already teased this a little bit, but it sounds like you will continue baking bread. For sure. Specifically, I'm on this Dutch oven kick. That mm. made me feel so accomplished in what I was doing. I can't explain why I feel that way. To me, it felt better than the normal bread tin. I think it was because it like the color was perfect. Mm. A beautiful golden brown crust. Very satisfying. I might need to go get myself a Dutch oven. You're really selling it. Oh my God, you should do it. 
I think I will also continue baking bread. I don't know if it's something I'll do regularly just because it is a more time consuming food activity. I usually Mm -hmm. like to cook a little bit faster and I don't think I will plan ahead enough to make fresh bread for my meals. But on a nice like weekend, if I know I'm going to like serve friends or if I have to go to a potluck, making bread will definitely be a skill I have in my arsenal. For sure. I think I'm going to just start sending you recipes of breads that I want to (laughs) try. Please do. We can make them together and, and discuss our our bread progress just see how much progress we've made and how we're storing our bread and how it's turned out <laughs> overall <laughs> all the things we have uh, yet to learn we're beginners but we're excited and beginners oh my god i'm such a bread amateur it's great it is one of those things that i think has a very like fast learning curve so like my second bread was so much better than my first bread and now i'm mm-hmm. like if i make a third one is it even gonna be even better than that yeah the limit does not exist the limit does not exist <laughs> All right, Eileen, we have talked about two breads of the past. Do you have any loafs in your future that you're looking to to maybe make? I think so. I'm not sure exactly what ingredients I want to use, but I really want to try like a pull apart bread, something that's like really soft and easy to pull apart and maybe something that's even more on the desserty side, a sweeter bread. Um, or something braided. I saw some really cool like braided breads on Bake Off that look cool. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think a a bread on the horizon for me is some sort of like braided pretzel type bread with like the big grains of salt on it because salt is like so Mm. good. Um, So bread and salt together. And like like I said, I I like savory. So I think I want to continue down that savory path. However, you mentioned dessert breads and that got me thinking about like tea parties and stuff. And like a strawberry oh. glaze bread. You know mm. what I'm... Have you ever had something like that? A lemon poppy bread. Oh my God, oh. say more. <laughs> <laughs> I think like I fr- figured it out. Bread. <laughs> Fruit breads. Fruit bread. <laughs> Character breads. Start doing like cutesy little designs. I don't think I have the artistic ability for that, but I saw some like Korean honey bun breads that were like <gasps> bunnies and they oh were so gosh. cute. Like milk bread. Milk bread, yes. Oh my gosh, milk bread sounds like fun. That does sound fun. So maybe that'll be in my my near future. Well, it sounds like we both have plenty of bread in our future. How how are we not like over bread right now? That's all I've been thinking about (laughs) these last few days. Like I can just keep thinking about how much more bread I can make. Okay, well, with that, you guys, uh, I think that wraps up Go Go Bread Week. Yes, and next time we have a very exciting episode for you. We'll be talking about getting ready to go birding. Bird Week, you guys! Bird Week is coming up! Um, Get ready. Get your binoculars ready. It's going to be a real fun time, you guys. (laughs) I'm weirdly excited for Bird Week. You're the right amount of excited. (laughs) You could be more excited and it's not going to be weird. Birds are great. (laughs) Okay. Well, congratulations, Hannah, on learning how to bake bread. Congratulations, Eileen, for for learning new skills this week. We did it. Thank you, Cole, for our wonderful audio that you'll hear at the beginning and end of this episode. And of course, you can find us on Instagram under Jacks of All Official. We will link our tour guide, Maddie, her information on her Instagram down below, as well as the recipes that Eileen and I used for breads number two. All right, we'll catch you next time.
Thanks for growing with us. Blueberry cream cheese bread? That's desserty. I need to get off Pinterest, everybody. All right.